got a special episode of the I Respectfully Disagree podcast. Tonight we're going to call this uh, the I Respectfully Disagree table because we definitely going to follow up with this uh, Will and Jada and August Alcina. And we got some confirmation today. So that's the, that's the new breaking news. The internet is going crazy with the memes and the videos and all of that right now. And a few people listened to my other episode and they wanted to join in on that one. So what a perfect time to follow up. So I got my brother back in the building with us. Kevin, what's up? Oh, I can't call it, man. Uh, we got another special guest in the building with us. I want to welcome for the first time to the podcast, my wife. She wants in on the tea this time. So we're, we're going to get a woman's perspective on all of this. Not only a woman's perspective, but a married woman's perspective. And all I ask is for her not to be biased. We taking all the gloves off. I'm just asking you to keep it real. Keep a woman's perspective. You sitting at the table. So we taking the gloves off. The kids is at grandma's house. So for anybody that's listening, if your kids is with you, I'm telling you now, this ain't the episode that you want to listen to because the gloves are off. This is an adult conversation about an adult situation. So it's on. So first of all, let me lay the groundwork because I didn't even know that she done her episode of the quote unquote red table until my wife sent it to me. So I was expecting this to be like a 45 minute to an hour kind of little open conversation. And the video that you sent me was only 12 minutes. So was that the full length of all of it? Or is there another version that's, that I didn't see? Full length. 13 minutes is all we got. Compared to how long? Have you ever watched any of her other Red Tables, Kevin? I have. And they're what, like an hour? Oh, yeah. Like they're I long. The one with the, 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 uh, the little black girl. Yeah, from the card. Yeah, I watched that one too, yeah. So when I saw this, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. All we get is 13 minutes and ain't no telling how many cut, cut. Nah, we ain't gonna say that. Here, do this, do that. Because if you ask me, it looked like Will had already been crying. So that's what I was going to say is already based off what you said, the fact that for one, it was only 13 minutes compared to all her other red tables that were like an hour plus. I mean, so in debt, so much detail. She's pulling it all out of them. But if you looked at like just the vibe in the room or at the table, it just seemed, I don't know, awkward. Like you said, Will looked like he had been crying. His face, his eye, if you look at his eyes, his eyes are bloodshot red, like bloodshot red. Like I was looking at his his body language the whole time and he was trying to get her to say more and he was trying to pull it out. Like he wanted her to give more detail, but you can tell that she was holding back. And you can tell like he looked like he was hurt. Like him hearing that as a, as her husband, he looked like he was hurt. Just, just wait, just wait. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna dive that deep yet. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. Kevin, what was your initial thoughts when all of this came out? When I first saw it, I saw on, on social media as everyone else. And then you was like, did you see the interview? I said, no, I hadn't seen it. So I immediately sat down and listened. I saw the, the clip the day before. I just never clicked on it. So I went back and watched it. When I watched it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this dude hurt. He for real. You could 
see and, and feel the pain and then to see everybody on, oh, that nigga lying. I'm like, no, nah, man, that dude telling the truth. He hurt. And see, and, and that's where I feel like their initial reaction, which was to deny all of this, was because they knew that they're the ones that have more clout, so to speak. Like, they're the more popular figure when it comes to the public eye. So, quite naturally, people were going to side with them just because it's Will and Jada. You know what I'm saying? Like, it immediately was met with, oh, man, he just mad. He, he lying or he's trying to sell records because he had a new CD that came out. He just trying to make headlines to sell records and do this and do that. We all been knowing that Will and Jada got an open marriage. So that's old news. That's water under the bridge. And like I said in the other episode, when you watch that interview, you could feel that hurt, man. Like in which one? The one with, with Angela Yee. Like you could feel that. Like I ain't I ain't never pretended to be the most uh I don't even know what the word it is I want to use. You know what I'm saying? An, an emotional person. But it's like you almost don't have a heart if you couldn't feel where that man was coming from. Because it's like, I mean, we all done been in love at some point. I think I think the reason why you feel the hurt is because you, that's what you don't get often. You don't often see or view the hurt of the man often, I guess. And especially in like the celebrity world, you don't get that aspect of it. You usually get the woman who's hurt or that's, you know, heartbroken, et cetera, et cetera. But this time, like you said, you saw the hurt of this man. Right. And it's like, um, I'm saying that if the roles were reversed and that was Will stepping out with uh, some young lady and done broke her hard and done this and done that, they would have threw Will to the wolves. And that's what I'm saying. It's like now that the roles are reversed and it's a man that's uh, pouring his emotions out, then we we laugh at him and and make fun of him. And I'm like, dog, what is like what's really going on? So look, did you I know you watched it, but did you actually like listen to what was said? The first thing that they both said initially during this red table conversation is someone made that statement for me. I did not make that statement. Then Will comes in and states the Smiths did not comment on anything. So anything you saw or heard on social media did not come for us. We did not make any quote. So if she's saying someone made a statement for her, then did she not trust the person to go make a statement? Why would they backstab her? And say that she denied. So see, they done got called in the lie out the gate. The first opening statement. Exactly. The exactly. I was just going to say the same thing when Adrian was talking, that that was the whole reason that they said that they're going to the red tables, kind of to clear their name. Like that was their motive of coming because of all of these, um, these quotes that were not made by us. But what did it say? Like people that were close to them, you know, knew this relationship, et cetera, et cetera. But like you said, why, you know, why, why did it take so long almost? It and why, and why so short? Like 13 minutes is still just. Because in my opinion, and I don't mean to cut you off, 
And then I'll say this and then y'all can weigh in on what I'm about to say. I honestly feel like the response was so short because they were basically still lying. I still feel like they're they're lying. Like there is a lot to this that they're not willing to disclose. So she low-key kind of alluded to the fact that, yeah, it did happen without physically saying me and him had an intimate relationship. We yeah, done this, we done that. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you try to use all these. Uh, to me, that sounds like a, uh, no, a psychiatrist. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I think both of them and that. But did you hear? Will did not want her to say entanglement. He was trying to get her to say you guys were in a relationship. Like ain't like claim it. Ain't no, no, he was trying. He, he said, yeah. He well, it, but the only reason she said it is because Will. Right. He pushed it out of her. She kept saying, she's like, I said that, I said that, I said, you know, entanglement. And he was like, relationship. Like, you know, like, quit beating around the bush and say you was with this guy. And, you know, to say that you, you know, you caused it. And he was trying, like I said, he was trying to get all of that out of her. And it looked as if he was holding back, like, from really telling her, like, say it like it is. You know, quit beating around the bush and say it like it is. Now, let me run this back. To see what your, your thought process is on on this, because uh, I, it's everybody saying, oh, they've come out, they said they had this open marriage, they've been this, they've been that. Will said right toward the end, and I quote, since I first met you, there's nothing that you can do to make me not love you, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, because if this is all true, if they was supposedly split up before all this happened, why would they hate each other if they had such this open marriage? And Will specifically said, I'm done with her. I thought I would never talk to you again. What two rich people, what can possibly happen for a man to feel that way? In my mind, I'm thinking like, she's the one that came into this relationship with this open, and she been out here wilding the hell out. And Will done got tired of that shit. I mean, he done went out and done this thing too, but I think, I think Jada will freak freak for real. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, like you said, we know that they have this agreement and this arrangement or whatever. We've heard that for years and years on both sides. If they have an agreement, that's between them. Yes, but with even, I feel like even within that agreement, I guess as a married couple, certain stuff's still gonna hurt. Like. Okay, yeah, we have this agreement, and yeah, we say, you know, we can do this and that. But if you really love somebody, and you really, you know, we end this for life, what did they say? Like, you know, bad marriage for life or whatever. Certain stuff is still going to hurt. It's going to hit the, you know, the wrong one or the too close of a relationship with somebody. Like, you know, you're getting too close to that person. That stuff is still going to hit them. It's still going to hurt them. But what happened before August? Because this man came over here and said, I'm done with her. We were separated. I never wanted to see her, speak to her again. And this is before her and August. And see, and, and, and the ne- go ahead, go ahead. My my bad. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the next thing that makes me think that she is a predator is because she openly admits and says, "Well, I started this friendship with him. And we were really, really good friends, but I knew he needed help, and I guess that's my way of." of dealing with my drama by helping others. No, you prayed on this man because you knew he was fucked up in the head 
and you can take advantage of it. So that's kind of like uh, predatory R. Kelly Smith. <laughs> and that's where I was trying to trying to go before. And like I said, I, I opened the, the floor up and let y'all speak or whatever. That's why I was saying it's too much to this story to just give people a less than 15 minute response. And this is almost the, well, we admitted to it. We ain't going to never have to speak on it no more. We're not going to have to go in depth because like he said, this is what we thought was a private matter. This is something that we didn't feel that we would have to explain to the public. And I'm going to go all the way back because I'm sorry. I'm I'm inserting my respectfully disagree early because even in the midst of all of this, I see a lot of people that co-sign this quote unquote open marriage thing. And for me, I honestly feel like there's no such thing. There's no such thing as an open marriage. And I don't know if that's a, a new millennial mind frame or what it is, or maybe I was just, (laughs) I should have been born in the seventies or something, sixties, because I'm saying that if you know that your marriage is rocky and things are just not going to work out, then why still shackle the other person down just so you can maintain an image? Because obviously it caused dysfunction in the home for him to say, I didn't think I was going to ever speak to you. And one could make the argument that that's why the kids are the way that they are. Don't get me wrong. They're successful. They're talented. You know what I'm saying? Like they come from a Hollywood household. So they're going to find ways to make sure their kids are entrepreneurs or well off. You know what I'm saying? But if you just look at their personalities to me, that whole household sounds like it's it's been screaming for help. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just don't sit right with me. So we all have kids. We've been married. When things start messing up at home, you start seeing rebellious acts and different things. You see changes in your children. And that's what I'm saying. It's like they've always moved different. So for people to be like, oh. Like the free spirit kind of. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I like, what is, oh, well, they got an open marriage and you just kind of like dismiss it. Like, no. I've seen a lot of like, of course, remarks and comments on social media about the whole Jada, Will, August thing. And, and um, we've seen, you know, we know they have an open marriage, but as you mentioned, are they married just because of media? Like just to say that we're still married and we're not, another celebrity couple couple that's just gotten a divorce. But even in their little red table today, they who was, I think Will mentioned, you know, that's part of a marriage is getting through those harder times. And, you know, were we going to make it through that? Or, or were we going to keep pushing towards that? How they spoke on it, like you said, Kevin, it seemed as if maybe he, he was willing to, you know, work through those hard issues. And she was just kind of like, oh, whatever, open marriage kind of thing. But it... I don't know. Teach his own, I guess. But look, listen to this. Everybody talking about looking Will's eyes like he ready to cry. When this helpful said this shit right here, I'm surprised he didn't come across that table. I wanted to feel good. I haven't felt good in a long time. Oh, I saw his face. I saw his face. 
like men can be as hard as they want to, but when when the you know the right one, the one they really care for or whatever, says that wrong thing, it hurts them. You can be as tough as you want to, but y'all get hurt too. And he looked like he was he looked like he was hurt. What does feel good? You collaborate, So so look. Like, do y'all not find it sorry to cut you off? Do y'all not find it kind of ironic like like last week they released the the Father's Day one and they had this, you know, kind of intimate conversation and then and then this one, like it's just all Was that just released or was that something that just resurfaced? I thought that just re- I don't well, know, I just watched it. Well, hell, I guess not, because hell, Father's Day was just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I get it, but it's like, even in that interview, not to get too far off topic, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the Father's Day interview, Kevin? I did not. On the couch. They did a Father's Day on the red couch interview, and even that interview was just awkward. It's like, they're sitting here re reiterating how their bond kind of developed and their personalities and their parenting styles and stuff like that. His first marriage. But they weren't, they, they wasn't speaking in terms of two people that are actually married. It's almost like they're talking as if they're strangers, not strangers, but like close friends for real. And that's what I'm saying. Like, why not just get a damn divorce? Like whatever happened to, it just didn't work out. Like, what the hell is, we're life partners. Like, if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. But that ain't the rules here because anybody can have you, obviously. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what what, what are the rules with the open marriage? Well, let me ask you this. I didn't know this. I saw a letter Willow wrote. I did see that. Little woman Tupac to come back to make her mommy happy. I did see that. That in its own self is alarming. Like, your your child, they said that letter was written when she was, what, like 10 or something, 11? Yeah. Your child is writing a letter to somebody that is deceased wishing that they would come back so their mother can be happy. My first question to that is, what kind of conversation have you had with your child that they even knew that this is the friendship slash relationship that y'all even had? You know what I'm saying? Kids can see it, though. Kids can see when their parents aren't happy or when they are happy or when they feel like something is wrong. Um, especially, you said she was like 11. Man, that's spitting in your daddy's face. It is. <laughs> like, it is. Wait a minute. Ain't no kids can see. How the hell they going to see that when, uh, first of all... They weren't even born when it happened. That's true, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what kind of conversation is being had in this household to where it's just like... They got an open household, too. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody in the house is equal, I guess. We're going to sit down and have dinner and talk about everybody we smashed. Hey, communication. But look, I'm going to say this, and uh, I'm not going to name any names because I ain't in that getting rumors started and this and that. But at the end of the day, it don't really involve us necessarily. And if this person wants to jump on the podcast and explain it, then they're more than welcome to do so. A friend of mine that used to live in California said that while he was out there, they met some chicks and this chick told them, him and his roommate, that they met Will Smith at a club or a bar or something and said that Will Smith invited them back to his house 
for an orgy. So we had this conversation and he was like, man, hearing this stuff don't surprise me because if you around LA and the California area, you hear stories about how wild and stuff Will and them are. And when I heard that, I was just like, you know, for us, like we've said a dozen times, we've heard the rumors of them having an open relationship. So that kind of information don't necessarily surprise me. But then again, it does. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that to me is just... I mean, at the end of the day, them having an open marriage, even though like that's not what I'm going to do, that's not what we're going to do. Um, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is... It's 2020. Look, we here, can... Look, it'd be a whole different household over here. But, you know, if that's their agreement, at the end of the day, that's between them. That's between them and, and their household. But kind of my take is, if everyone's aware that you all have an open relationship, like, go ahead and tell them. Like, why why hide it? Everyone knows you guys have an open relationship. He came out and he said what he said. Uh, I guess that's why they felt to come and kind of address it very vaguely. But, I mean, be open about it. If you're going to say you got an open relationship about it, be open. But let me ask you this. And, Kevin, you, you can answer this. Like, deep down, it's like you really don't want to disclose your your personal business because it's almost like the Smith family is the closest thing to the Huxtables. Does that make sense? Or like almost like the American family per se, like Will Smith and Jada has always been in that spotlight hell since we was kids. You know what I'm saying? Like that is almost like they're trying to protect a image like the family name. You know what I'm saying? We're going to stay married and you can do whatever you need to do, but we're not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize the family name. I think that's what they were trying to say in their their table talk that we saw today is that, um, and they said in the last one too, like we said we was going to be here. She said, if I'm going to live at the other side and you're going to live at the other side with whoever you are, we still going to be in this household together. So it ain't like it's going to be Jada Pink. It's always going to be Jada Pink Smith. So, I mean, she kind of addressed that too. And, and like you said, it could be to say that, you know, regardless of what we've gone through or who we've gone through, but we we gonna be here together regardless in each other's lives. Well, I think most of the time in those open type relationships, it's more like a sexual type thing, and I think that she she definitely took it too far and and got more involved than just sex with this guy. This dude said he was ready to die. Knowing that he has experienced love, they do more than sex for somebody to. Well, she said she. I mean, she was mentally trying to help him, so they in feelings, they in all of that. But not to cut you off, and this is where I, I again respectfully disagree. My opinion is that is that age gap. Like she's older, more mature. She's seen a lot, whereas at the time, he was young, up and coming. Sick. You're sick. You know what I'm saying? They said he had a drug problem at one point, right? I think so. Don't quote me on that. I think so. Um, so you're dealing with somebody who at the time may not have ever experienced a committed relationship or a deep relationship. So then you add in the fact that you got an older woman that can put a few things on you that you ain't never felt before. 
So that's going to mess with your mental. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can hear in his voice. You can see it. Dude, mine was gone. And again, I got my wife right here next to me. So I ain't got to sit here and sugarcoat nothing. We all done been in a relationship where somebody had your damn nose wide open. And you was just too damn blind to see what was going on under underneath all the the fireworks, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's, it's got nothing to do with age. I don't think age plays a, a factor in that. I mean, it ain't like he's some teenager. He's, a, he's an adult. He's over 21. I'm saying in terms of not only sexual experience, but intimacy, romance, like, you can be deeply in love with somebody and never even had sex with them. You don't think so? That's where you get in their head. No, you have no, a different no, a different type of intimacy with somebody that's not sexual, like a certain kind of connection. No, like a different kind of connection where the connection is, you know, just through conversation and it just, you know, like, whew. I, I, I'm going to share something. And I, I, I'm keeping it on it. I, uh, I had a, a girlfriend that I was dating for like 14 years. Well, affair with a married woman, right? And when I met her, she wasn't married. We both were single at the time when we met. We had a friendship. We were cool. And we always went out together, went out to eat, done other things. And from that friendship, it got intimate. And we it just built from there. She was forced to get married due to her culture, religion, or whatever. But even though she was married, she still did whatever, whenever, with me. Now, I started seeing someone, had a girlfriend, and I loved my girlfriend to death at the time. Like, I would do anything for my girlfriend, but I still would want to be with the other girl, the married girl. So all my time during the week, I'm with my girlfriend, we doing things, love her to death, would die for her. But I still wanted to go and see the married girl and spend time and do things with her. And it got to the point where I suspected my girlfriend of seeing somebody else, and I damn near died. I'm talking, sitting out in the parking lot after work at a job, trying to see where the hell this motherfucker going. Like, it was bad. <laughs> so do you think that's that's more of the the male ego? It, it ain't even ego. Like, I truly love this woman. Like, Time out. So Time wait, out. Do you go ahead? Time out. When you say I really love this woman, which one did you love? My girlfriend. You loved your girlfriend, but you loved the friendship with the other girl. Right. So let me let me pull let me pull your hair a little bit because one could make the argument that you loved the married woman more than you loved your girlfriend because for whatever reason you couldn't separate from her. You knew that she was married. She sharing herself with a whole nother man and you couldn't let go of it. So, uh, Kevin Alcina. It's almost like you were okay with the fact that she was married and with another man. But once you found out your girlfriend was, you couldn't handle that. I was sitting out in that parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's seven o'clock on the dot. Yeah, and it, it 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 was crazy, and like I dealt with the married chick, and we got to the point where uh, I guess the husband started suspecting something. He started putting cameras in the house, and 
So we you was in their like house? Huh? You was in their house? Yeah. Come on, bro. See? So see? So so I'm gonna pause you right there. I'm gonna pause you right there because this is this is deeper than the Will Smith and all of that. Like this just this goes down to just what is marriage based on? I think that's a whole nother podcast show. Nah, like, like we like, like I said, we ain't gonna make it too long, but I, I'm just saying that could be a whole nother episode. I told y'all in the beginning, this is the I respectfully disagree table. We doing our own Will and Jada. And I'm saying to you, it's like you've been married. I don't know if you want me to put your personal business out here, Kevin. I don't care. You've been married twice. Twice. You've been married <laughs> twice. I've been married. And I'm saying that you it's like married. you said that this chick was married. So not only from my perspective, was she in the wrong because she's stepping out on her marriage. But then you knew she was married. So just based on principle alone, it's like both of y'all are saying F the situation, you know what I'm saying? F the principle of the fact that I'm committed to somebody else. Like we're bonded, not only legally, but whatever faith or culture you said she's of, you know what I'm saying? Like they're bonded. So I know this isn't the the topic of conversation, but why, why weren't, you weren't acceptable to her culture. I said, was you not acceptable in her culture? Like, were you not, how come you weren't an option for her? Why didn't she, if y'all were, you know, on and off for 14 years. She's, she's Arabic. Okay. She's Arabic. And so she comes from money. Uh, mom and daddy took care of her all her life. Uh, it was an arranged marriage. Like we met that summer and uh summer uh june 2004. june 10th actually it was june 10th because he august alcina that's why he know the dates <laughs> and uh basically uh i think around august they made her go to egypt and she had to meet him in egypt she met him in egypt she stayed over there for about three weeks and when she came back she was like my parents made me get engaged i'm like what She's like, yeah, I got to get married next year. And I was like, I know you crazy. She's like, no, for real. Ring, big $20,000 rock. So that, that answered your question. They had an arranged marriage with Prince Hakeem of Zamunda. And uh, Kevin is working at uh, McDowell's. So, <laughs> so he ain't qualified. He ain't worthy. Lisa. Kevin was Lisa. That answers the question. But no, we got sidetracked because I'm, I'm seriously asking. And this ain't no moral or ethical kind of conversation. It ain't my place to challenge nobody's morals because we all make mistakes. We all get lost in the sauce, so to speak. And we make silly decisions. But you said that this is something that went on for years, correct? 14 years. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't say that you loved your girlfriend because, hell, you loved this other girl even more because you was willing to go above and beyond to keep that spark going. Like, that's a flame that you didn't even want to blow out, even though she put her candles in a whole nother cake. 
I'm sorry about the analogy, but I'm just saying like but, that's something that if I you mean, if you dig but deep, that's something that 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 we knew or that I knew from the beginning. And my thing is like it may sound messed up, but I had a purpose. It ain't like she chose him over being with me. She chose a lifestyle over being. So do you think that she was all in? Because I know people from different cultures who don't necessarily um, marry within their same culture. And if they find that one or that right person, then they can speak up to whether, and it might be hard and it may go against, you know, all their family beliefs and their family traditions, but to speak up and say, this is who, you know, I want to be with. This is, you know, the person. So was she all in too? Uh, or? She, she, she bought that money. Got their lifestyle. Like they got money, money. That's something that you should have known up front right. too, then. So you was okay with just being the sex slave, huh? But it, it was more than just sex, because like I said, we still will go to the movies. We'll, we would go to the clubs. We'll go out to eat. Like we would kick it when I come to town. So you was ready to die knowing that you experienced <laughs> love. I wasn't ready. I, was, I, didn't even die. Well, I guess I was ready to die because I went up in the house. <laughs> you're right. You done went in a married man's house, smashing his wife, and you, you was in Houston at the time, right? Yeah. Ain't that the headquarters for cheaters? Ain't cheaters founded in Texas? Yeah. Yeah, they would have rolled up on you, and you would have yeah. came out with hitting the Ray J. I hit it first, Kanye. Like, come on, man. Like, and, But that's what I'm saying. And like, like she said, we can have a whole other episode, and we can just have a, a man one. And I'll invite women and we'll have a woman's perspective in response to it, per se, because go ahead. Go ahead. My point was like, I, I can I can understand and, and see where he's coming from as far as like being with somebody else's wife. And if she's willing to be with him and having that, them conversations and spending that time, I can see where his mind can go there. Hell, he lived in the house, though. Hell, Kevin was in the house. No, sneaking in the house and being Mm -hmm. invited to breakfast in the house is two different things. Like, how do you sit at the... That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, that conversation should have been deeper than 15 minutes. And no, they're not obligated to let the whole world know their personal business. business. So I ain't going to be that. That's their personal business. That's their agreement. That's what I was saying. I ain't going to be that close minded to be like, you know what? They got to spill the beans and this and that because their life is not our soap opera. But I'm saying that when you got somebody who is borderline dealing with mental health issues and got a lot of tragic events that's taking place in his life, and he's just kind of needing that therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? Like that's therapy to him and to listen to them first come out and deny it, but then try to clean it up. It's like, no, nah, man. You're saying kind of in the mental aspect of how can that almost be, it can make him go backwards seeing that he was already having a lot of mental issues and like, you know, mental health is real, but, and after, you know, hearing that, Hey, I'll give my life for, for her or I could I would die knowing I love her and then have her coming out saying it was this you know when you think it's more it could hurt them I guess that's, that's why I'm, I'm saying that damn the situation me personally right now I'm curious to know what the hell defines an open marriage what what's 
you know what, now you done crossed the line. Like, at what point do we get there? Like, all right, now, you done done too much. I think that, I think I'm not for open marriages. Don't get me wrong. We ain't going through that over here. Times change. Uh, no, sir. But I feel like the rules of an open marriage is between those two people. Somebody's rules in their open marriage won't be may not be the same as this one. I feel like from what I from what I hear or read is it's just between that's their arrangement, that's their agreement. Like everybody's just gonna be different. Ray J, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this? So you just admitted that you were in two marriages, correct? Correct. Now, would you have been more receptive to the idea of having an open marriage if your wife was okay with that? Do you think that would change some of your decisions that you've made or have any kind of outcome, change the outcome of what has happened? I would have been okay with the first one being that I only married her just to get out of Kentucky and she was kind of like a sugar mama. It was kind of like, all right, if you want to leave, we got to get married. I'll pay for the wedding. You ain't got to work. I'll take care of you. I'm 18. What? No, I was what, 19. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Her? Yeah, because I mean, we had, we had women. We had just moved to Houston. And we had women that would come up to us ready to go home. They ready. Look, you done went from Ray J to T.I. and Tiny, just, man. Just adding on to it. Adding on to it. Like, woo. If you want me to, I will cut all of this out. <laughs> I ain't tripping. I will cut all of this out. I mean, at the end of the day, they can be like, you know what? We're going to use this in the court of law. <laughs> and, Your Honor, here's the episode 21. I'm just saying. Court of law to do what? Uh, what you going to do? All right. I mean, I don't know. What's that? Uh, I don't even know the terms. I don't know. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm just, I'm trying to protect you, man. That's all. It ain't nothing to protect. I mean, it is. She's I'm just saying she might listen to it. I know this ain't a popular podcast. I mean, fam, friends and family have listened to it or whatever. But I'm just saying she might stumble across it. What it is? What you doing, marrying an 18 year old? Why 18, 19 year old gonna marry? A damn that 40-year-old woman. damn there, it ain't for the sex. <laughs> Look, now you boomerang. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> you went from Ray J to Marcus. Man, you know what? We all over the place, dog. We all over the place. That's why I'm glad my kids is gone. Because I told you, the gloves is off, dog. The gloves is off. For real. Hey, 38 ain't that old. Ain't no Marcus. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, you know what? Me and you might just have to start hosting this podcast together because you, you got some stories, dog. You got some stories, and and we'll leave it alone after this. But I'm just saying, like, for me, the the part that I'm still stuck on is like as a as a married man who's trying to do what's right as far as being a husband being a family man, being that that figure for not only my son, but I have daughters. And I, I'm a firm believer in you show your daughters how to be treated. 
and they see that as they grow up and they pay attention to how their mother and father maneuver. And I've had to learn that myself the hard way. And I'm saying like, that's the part that I'm stuck on. Like, how do you raise a family, but then your whole household is, oh, well, we, we have an open relationship. Like what, what kind of people are you bringing in and out of your house, not named August Alcina? You know what I'm saying? That man was brought in. That's probably the only one that we've heard. About. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he was brought in and basically made part of the family. But what about the people who was just, you know what, here, I, I feel like having fun tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that to me just destroys the whole concept of marriage. Or maybe I have this fantasy well, idea well, of what it should be. But look, listen to what I said. And I'm just thinking about it, processing it now after I just said it. And I'm thinking about what Will and Jada said during the day. I was young. I was in my 19, going on 20, early years. Did they not get married young? So when you're young, and, I, and this is like, at that age, oh, yeah, I'd have been down for whatever. But ask me that question now. I'm about to be uh, 42 Sunday. Would I, do I think like that now? Do I maneuver, operate like that today? No. So they may have the same or had the same mindset at the time when they first got married. They still get on. They got money. They can have anybody whenever, wherever because of their status. So they, they may not have thought about it. They didn't have kids when they first met. So they can do all this wild drinking, drugs, Whatever. Once you start that lifestyle, it's hard to break. It's gonna take a while for you. Like, I, I can't do this no more. I guess, and that, and that's where it's it, it boils down to your own personal perspective. And like she said earlier, like everybody's rules to their marriage is different. Um. They like moral morals. Morals. Yeah, you country. Go ahead. And everybody's. Like you said, perception of what marriage is to them, it's, it differs. Sometimes it differs on what you've seen or your experience or what you grew up with or what you were around in your family or what you've seen. So we don't know what, you know, Jada grew up in terms of it's just her mother, right? She never really I don't know about, her about them people. Um, but was she, a, you know, a, not saying just like a single mother household, but did, was she raised around marriages and seeing how marriages work and how, you know, it's hard. It ain't, I mean, it's not easy at all. And you've got to push through those hard times. But, uh, I just remember her from low down, dirty shame in that dress. What was, is it, what color is it? Is that fuchsia? We ain't talking about that. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. What was that? The early 90s, mid 90s? What was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a kid. So I, that's an image that's stuck in my head right now. Uh, my bad. My bad. Okay. I'm. Uh, it's 2020. Hey, look, I'm sure that was What's his name? Shaman. What was his name? Oh God! Look, both of y'all talking crazy. <laughs> both of y'all talking crazy. That's, that's when it's time to cut it off. Right now, y'all talking crazy. <laughs> but anyways, man. Uh, good, good conversation. Now, I hope that maybe one day this leads to other conversations with other people to just talk, man, because it's like, that's something that I feel is important in just everyday life. Like understanding the, the different types of people in the world, because the way I view marriage may be completely different 
the way somebody else views marriage. And it's just like, there's no right or wrong. And I feel like some people just have to be able to have an open mind. That's why I was like, I haven't judged them people. I don't think, in my opinion, I just feel like the fact that they watching somebody go through something that kind of traumatized them was wrong. I've never said the act was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never said them sleeping with other people was wrong. I'm saying that if that's what y'all do, then don't hide from it now. First of all, y'all old as dirt. Your kids is grown. So what reason would you have to protect whatever it is that you're trying to hang on to? You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyways, I appreciate y'all joining in on this late Friday evening. What episode is this? 21. Congrats on 20 episodes. 20. We in. We in. I don't know who listens to it. Somebody listens to it. A few people. I ain't gonna lie. A few people be like, man, I actually listen to it. I enjoy it. And I want to thank y'all. So again, y'all, man, like, share, comment. Get this out there. Number. What? 20 is a big number. That's like we'll see. 2020. Real quick before we get off, I want to ask you this. So do you believe when Will said, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm married, we're going to move on. And then Will said, I'm going to get you back first. But everybody keeps saying Will have all these women. So why do you think he said that as a publicity thing? Or does he, he to me, it looks like he missed that. Like, I'm going to get you. Uh, Sometimes it could be just the chase. I ain't going to say the chase because this is something, and we can actually research it and come back to it. Because which one of them was it in the first marriage that was like, I ain't letting you go. You ain't going to never leave me. I thought they said that was Will to his first wife. And that's why they still kind of entangled to this day. I don't know. I, I'm like, I can't remember who, if somebody told me that or I read it, but it was like the, the wife wanted out of the marriage, but Will refused to let it happen. Do you think it's because they had a child together or because he's just that type of person? Like those are But I'm that saying but know, the picture but. was being painted as like he's controlling. Like you going to always be here. You know what I'm saying? But then you heard the stories of they take vacations together. They do this together. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole situation has been odd from the beginning. What kind of woman marries a man but his ex-wife gets to go on vacation with him. But how is he controlling when he's sitting there saying that he didn't want nothing to do to her, to do with her? I'm trying to play in my mind because I had a conversation online with somebody earlier. Oh, I've been so mad at my girl. I, didn't, I was like, no, being mad and saying I never want to see you again in my life, what can a rich person do to you other than some foul behind the back sneak stuff to make you feel that way. What can be done to make you feel like I'm done with this person? I don't know what this Most marriages in the end because of financial stuff or infidelity. infidelity. I guess I don't know. They got money. And he was no money ain't He was pretty strong in that part too. And he was like, I wanted nothing to do with you. You know, I we were done. I wasn't coming back. I was done. I don't know. Like I said, those are the parts of the story that none of us will ever know. That's, you know, and they're not going to, like you said, it ain't our our place to, have, you know, for them to be our soap opera or whatever. But those are questions that Who remain knows? unknown. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> now, 
When my first wife, when she threw that knife at me, I was done. Look, look, look. We're gonna have to do a um, look, we Kevin done after hours stories Cut. table talk or something. You need to go see Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> His man says she threw a knife at we ain't even putting that on her, dog. Good night. <laughs> Good night, man. This this look, this might be therapeutic for you, uh August. You might be August for real. You know you what? Hold on, hold on. How much how much more foot uh film we got on here? How much uh audio can I take? Why did she throw a knife at you? Man. That's the question. Like what did you do for her to throw a knife at you? Believe it or not, at that particular time, I had not done anything. What? We was having an argument. At that particular time in our relationship, I hadn't cheated. I had done that. I went to work. I came home. I was actually innocent during that time frame. Now, prior to us getting married, that's a whole other conversation. You damn right it is, Darnell. At that point, I hadn't done nothing. We was having an argument, and she slapped me, and I... Like, grab the arm. You can't physically abuse Look, look, look. Hey, (laughs) just stop right now. Right now. This sounds like a cry for help, too. And wait, you was only 19, so you was a baby. First of all, time out, y'all. Look, none of this is scripted, (laughs) it's not rehearsed. We ain't talked about nothing. Please don't think that we just sitting here putting on for for whoever listens to this because I. This man said he had a knife thrown at him. He got smacked. He got smacked. Uh, go see somebody. And not even I'm being done. funny, because people really and do. Like I said, after that happened, I was done. I think I was. I moved out. I was like, I ain't dealing with this crazy ass temple. This is crazy. I ain't getting shit. I ain't gonna throw a knife at me. Nah, I'm good. And then that's when you fell in love with the 14 year. I met her probably eight months after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You missed your calling. It might have been fate. You might should have went and got you a crown or something. She might have married you. Anyways. Anyways. I'm out of here, man. I appreciate y'all. Dog. I'm glad we was able to kind of laugh. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's just personal opinion. They, their marriage ain't got nothing to do with mine and vice versa. It is what it is. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. No competition, Amisha Coasting. Yeah. I feel so high, I feel so live. My body's in the twine, Amisha Coasting. I feel so live, and I know why that I can't deny, Amisha Coasting. Goody, fine wine, fools, mock liquor, wish me.